Support comes from the Missouri Forest Products Association. Missouri produces wood pallets, railroad ties, white oak barrels, hardwood floors, and more. Details on the variety of products made in the state are at ChooseWood.com. From the St. Louis Public Radio newsroom, this is The Gateway. It's Thursday, October 13th. I'm Jonathan All, in for Wayne Pratt. A cemetery can hold many secrets. Now a new mausoleum at Bell Fountain Cemetery has its own secret. Who commissioned it? The architect who designed it is talking, but not about his clients. And looking at the stained glass, I notice the figures are dark-skinned. Is this a clue? It's a clue that they realize that Jesus wasn't a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. That mystery coming up on The Gateway. St. Louis officials are interviewing candidates to staff a new mental health bureau. As St. Louis Public Radio's Sarah Fenton reports, the St. Louis Health Department's Behavioral Health Bureau will address the city's pressing addiction crisis. The Health Department's new bureau will have 14 new staff members who will work to improve access to drug addiction and mental health needs. St. Louis has the highest overdose rate per capita of any Missouri county, health officials say. It also has the highest rate of people who go to the emergency room for mental health crises. St. Louis Mayor Tashara Jones says the city's historic lack of a mental health division is apparent in mortality and crime rates in the city's neighborhoods. Residents across our city see firsthand in their neighborhoods the human cost of failing to invest in behavioral health. Seven scientists from the Centers for Disease Control and Prevention will collect data for the department for the next 10 months. Jones is boosting the department's budget to pay for the new workers. I'm Sarah Fenton, St. Louis Public Radio. St. Louis County Executive Sam Page got a flu shot on camera yesterday to urge St. Louisans to do the same. Page says healthcare officials are worried the flu will be more severe this year because of COVID precautions are starting to fade away, and those same precautions also prevented the flu. We're watching cautiously as flu cases climb across the country, and since it can take up to two weeks for the vaccine to become effective, we strongly suggest that you get your flu shot now. The county is offering walk-in flu shots and COVID vaccines at clinics in Berkeley, Pine Lawn, and Sunset Hills. A new reproductive health center opened its doors to patients in Carbondale this week. Benji Jeffords has more. Choices Center for Reproductive Health announced in May they're opening a second location in Carbondale. They currently offer medication abortion and gender-affirming care with plans to offer all their services in the future. The healthcare provider currently operates in Memphis and decided to open the Carbondale location because of Tennessee's complete ban on abortions. President and CEO Jennifer Pepper says before the Supreme Court overturned Roe v. Wade, Illinois was seeing an increase in out-of-state residents seeking abortion access. Illinois has done a really good job of repealing those barriers, and so uh, Choices is looking forward to being able to provide abortion care in a climate where the state trusts healthcare providers to decide the level and type of care that patients need. In their next phase, they plan to increase the availability of all wellness services and office abortion procedures. I'm Benji Jeffords. A former St. Louis Catholic priest has pleaded guilty to owning thousands of images and videos of child pornography. An investigation of Father James Beagley started last year when church staffers found nude images of him on a church printer. The Post-Dispatch reports the church confiscated Beagley's electronic devices where they discovered roughly a dozen videos of minors participating in sex acts. He was removed from the ministry and the information was turned over to the FBI. The agency found more than 6,200 images of child pornography on 10 devices and two PowerPoints of minors 
dating back to 2009. Beagley pleaded guilty to two counts of possessing child pornography. He faces up to eight years in prison. A mausoleum is a structure for housing caskets above ground, and there's a mysterious one at Bell Fountain Cemetery in Arboretum in St. Louis, the first built there in more than 70 years. Reporting for St. Louis Public Radio, Holly Edgel says the structure was commissioned by a very private family who want to celebrate the living and honor the dead. The mausoleum is big, like the size of a three-car garage with a second floor. With straight lines and few flourishes, it's not ornate like other mausoleums at Belt Fountain, some of which date back more than 100 years. I don't know how you could pick any other spot. The reflection of the mausoleum off of the lake, it's really a wonderful location, and I I, I couldn't have handpicked a better one. The family who commissioned the mausoleum wants to remain anonymous, but the architect they hired is talking. My name is Thomas Wall, and I am the architect for the mausoleum. Tom Wall is used to building houses for the firm started by his father, Mitchell Wall. In fact, it was a, uh, a client that we had designed a home for already who approached us about doing this mausoleum. Completed in 2021 with a $5 million price tag, the structure is built entirely of granite. I wanted this to feel like it was built by giants. I wanted this to feel like it had been Legos for some enormous deity that just built this uh, in this space. The mausoleum towers above neighboring headstones. Its black and white granite gleams from across the cemetery's Cascade Lake. To this day, when I look at it, I still get chills and an overwhelming sense of accomplishment. It's the best thing I've ever designed to date. What makes it the best thing? So I wanted to do something different with this mausoleum. I wanted to design a space that put the living first place where the, the people who came to pay their respects or even just the people who came to take a look would have a, an experience that they would remember as opposed to just another gated up building that they couldn't get access to. The historic Bell Fountain Cemetery has more than 100 mausoleums built to house prominent St. Louisans for eternity. We are there to honor those who passed before us and to share their stories and their legacies. Sherry Smith is president and CEO of Bell Fountain. But we're really also there for the living and the families and to share history. From a distance, the mausoleum looks like a giant black and white box. Up close, the details of this monument to the dead come alive. Let's go in closer. There's a larger-than-life lion that the family requested in Tom Wall's design. In the sculpting of the lion, it was very deliberate in how the lion would appear. The client did not want the lion to be ferocious or give the uh, uh, impression that it was somehow uh, a dominant feature, but rather calm and collected and wise. Then there's the mausoleum's crypt with custom stained glass windows in vibrant greens, blues, and reds. As the sun sets, light will come through, stream through these windows. And, uh, you know, at the sunset of our lives, it's the, the time to think about death. And this uh, filtration of the light is representative of the spirit. And looking at the stained glass, I notice the figures are dark-skinned. Is this a clue to the family's identity? It's a clue that they realize that Jesus wasn't a white guy with blonde hair and blue eyes. The structure has benches on the first level, each featuring a passage from the Bible. And a staircase draws your eyes upward. The contractors loved calling this the stairway to heaven. It's hard to argue with uh, that concept. 
There's a cross carved into the granite at the top of the stairs. And the cross is actually carved in at a very specific angle of 27.9 degrees. Every year on December 20th at 11.58 a.m., the sun aligns perfectly with the cross and it projects a, uh, an illuminated cross onto the plinth at the bottom. That date, December 20th, is significant. It's the family matriarch's birthday. I had this cross designed into this block so that the sun would project every year on her birthday. The family patriarch was not sold on the site at first. As he said, he lived downhill from people once during his life and he didn't want to be there again. So the mausoleum itself is elevated four feet above the ground level on a large uh, earth berm. There is no one interred in the mausoleum yet. It's a beautiful expression of the family but it's also a beautiful thing for our families and guests to experience. Guests already are experiencing the mausoleum, and you can too. It's hard to miss. For St. Louis Public Radio, I'm Holly Edgel. The family who built the mausoleum wants to remain private for now, so we're not revealing their name at this time. You can find photos, though, and more information at our website, stlpr.org. The Gateway is a production of St. Louis Public Radio News, We are a member-supported service of the University of Missouri-St. Louis, music by Ryan McNeely of Adult Fur. I'm Jonathan All, and from the St. Louis Public Radio Newsroom, this has been The Gateway. Support comes from Mosby Building Arts, a design-build company committed to remodeling the right way. Visit callmosby.com to get project inspiration for any room of your house.